What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the High Performance Producer Podcast, where we give you the catalyst to enhance your music career and stop procrastination through actionable strategies. Join myself, Cody, and my co-host, Jared, on a journey to unlock your true potential and gain the skills of self-confidence, discipline, self-control, and the grit needed to optimize your musical journey. What's going on, everybody? Coming at you with another episode of the High Performance Producers Podcast, where we're trying to optimize your production experience, whether you're a beat maker, music creator, and also try to kind of double the amount of music that you can create in your amount of time by giving you things such as high performance habits and all uh, other assets. So one of the things that we're going to be talking about in today's episode in particular is some ways to kind of boost your energy when you get home from work, which is a problem that a lot of people face. Or it could be when you get home from school or just anything that's typically draining an activity that takes a lot of time. Um, so I'm going to kick it over to my man Cody over here. He's going to give you a little overview of what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, today's episode is is all about that optimization piece to to boost your energy because as as human beings, we undoubtedly go through through the ebbs and flows throughout our day um, based on our uh, nutrition, the amount and type of sleep that we're getting, uh, and also, but arguably the the most simple and one of the most important factors is our our overall hydration. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of different things we can talk about. And, uh, I, I think starting off just thinking about nutrition and, and, and we were, we were chatting before we hit record. It's, it's important to note that we are so biologically diverse that a diet that works for me might not be a diet that works for Jared, um, and, and vice versa. So, uh, before we dive into our, our individual thought processes, thought process, excuse me, thought processes <laughs> and our, our own personal strategies. It's, it's important to note that yes, you can test out what we're doing, but, um, it's important to experiment and find something that works for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Jared, do you want to, do you want to talk about what, what you're doing first and then I'll dive into mine? Yeah, I got you. So the first thing I, w- I always like to tell people is that to make sure that you're eating well and make sure that you're eating things that, uh, aren't necessarily processed in particular things that are, aren't of nutritional value. Um, so basically, when you get home, if you're eating a whole bunch of garbage, garbage in, garbage out, and that's something that comes from uh, like code in particular in terms of the inputs and outputs. But it's like if you're eating garbage, obviously you're gonna the work that you're gonna do is garbage. How you're gonna feel is gonna be pretty garbage. But if you eat things that are of a lot of nutritional value, things that are actually giving you energy, uh, brain foods in particular, which uh, you might hear of, you, you probably heard of as a child, but you might have forgot about, um, and trying to use those things to your advantage. And again, as Cody was saying, everyone's a little bit different with uh, their nutritional systems, but trying to figure out what's exactly suitable for you and trying to utilize that, um, especially after work or after a long day at school, whatever the heck it happens to be, in order to boost your energy and just feel a little bit better and understanding that what you're putting into yourself is also affecting what comes out of you. Um, and that's just a, a really uh, another way uh, to make sure that you can boost your energy when you get out of work is to try to eat a little bit lighter. For example, if you know that you're about to go back into beat making um, and try to not eat such a heavy meal um, and such a high volume meal in particular. So this way you still have a lot of energy to produce some some beats or maybe play an instrument or whatever it happens to be that you're trying to do to up your music creation and stay a little bit more focused as opposed to uh, having all these things digesting in your system. Again, if you eat a really heavy, big, big meal. So that's probably the first thing that I always like to think about 
Um, and again, a really simple way, like I said before, garbage in, garbage out. Anything that you're eating throughout the day also will affect how you're feeling after work. So even at lunch, it's the same thing that can apply to boost your energy after work. Um, one thing that you can think about is that during the day, you want to do things that are making making sure that you're going to feel well when you get out of work later in the day. And again, digestion is something that people don't think about, but it can really distract you from focusing. If you're eating mm -hmm. really heavy meals or eating certain foods that make you really sleepy or really tired. And again, everyone has different nutritional systems, but figuring that out for what works for you is crucial. Um, but what's something that maybe um, in terms of your diet that's helped you out? Uh, well, Jared, first, I, I want to say I really love that your, your coding analogy in regards to inputs and outputs. And, and similarly, the, the analogy that I always think about when, uh, when I'm thinking about my nutrition in, in my, my own personal diet is uh, thinking of my body as a machine or a car or a vehicle. And one, we, have, we only have these vehicles for, for the entirety of our lives. We, we have to think about longevity and you have to take care of yeah. your vehicle because uh, this is the only one that you're going to get. Uh, yeah. Warren Buffett right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he always yeah. says that. That's why. But. Yeah, as, he, as he's drinking his Coca-Cola and his Egg McMuffin in, in the mornings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I was kind of hysterical too. I know. And I, I love Warren Buffett. I, I, I recently watched his like HBO documentary just a, maybe just a couple months ago. But, yeah, <laughs> but no, hey, we're, yeah, no, we're, we're all hypocritical in, in one way or another. But agreed, uh, agreed. So, so, my, so optimized diet for me is uh, primarily a paleo diet. And it's like you said. So a, another great analogy is, uh, um, I, I mean, it's just that it's, it's that processed food, just like maybe um, some processed information in regards to like the, the, the content that you're consuming or, uh, like news articles that you're reading. Like there, there's some, there's some strong parallels there, but, uh, for me with the paleo diet, it's, it's essentially fruits, veggies, and meat. And mm -hmm. I, I try to cut out, uh, simple sugars, uh, those processed carbohydrates. And for me that that's the optimal diet. And it's not necessarily, that hard to follow. And just like we were talking about in the previous episode where discipline equals freedom, I, I don't necessarily have a calorie restriction just because mm -hmm. the, the amount of physical fitness that, yeah. that my, my physical training programs don't, I, I burn a lot of calories throughout the day. So I'm not necessarily concerned about the amount of calories consumed. I'm more concerned about the type of calories that I consume. And so mm -hmm. uh, re really focusing on um, a high protein diet for, for recovery. And then if I, if I am, um, in the middle of a, a longer, uh, longer training program where if I, if I run a marathon, I, I'm going to have some, a, a decent amount of carbohydrates that day or, or the, a couple days leading up to it. Um, and another, another fun, uh, maybe, maybe fun's the wrong word, but another, another, uh, uh, good strategy that people can experiment is with intermittent fasting. So for me, mm -hmm. I shoot between 14 to 16 hours, um, between my, um, my last meal of the previous day and my first meal of the next day, try to give myself and my body 14 to 16 hours. And typically it's 14 just because I, I like to work out in the morning and, um, depending on the workout that I'm doing, sometimes it, it makes sense to, um, to, to add some, some carbohydrates to my diet before I go out on a 10 mile run or a 15 mile run. But, I. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I had mentioned in the previous episode of talking about um, my morning routine where I, I'm drinking coffee um, 
which there, there may be like five calories in that, that cup of coffee, if that. And, um, I, I drink my coffee black in order to not, uh, to not suspend my fast. Mm-hmm. And, and I know some people really enjoy either honey in their coffee, which I do too, um, or, or creamer in their coffee, but, um, it, exper- doing some more additional research into intermittent fasting and experimenting, um, with that for me has really boosted energy levels throughout the day. Um, and if you yeah. want to get crazy, I have done some 24 hour fasts and some 48 hour fasts. And there's some, um, some really interesting feelings that, that you can get with your body in regards to, to energy levels and, um, mm-hmm. not necessarily plateauing or hitting that, that two o'clock feeling. For sure, dude. And I think that there's a lot to be said in terms of the different processes that you can use in different things, such as, like you said, intermittent fasting or whatever different types of fasting phases that you can use to gain more energy. But um, in terms of, I'd like to say, uh, also to kind of draw back on the, some of the processed foods, for example, a little like key takeaway might be to not eat anything like wrappers or like you said, eat more fruits mm-hmm. or eat more things that are uh, high in protein and things of that nature. But uh, to also talk about again that the whole your diet in general it has to be something that's sustainable for for you mm-hmm. and something that's sustainable for your, your nutritional system um and again the whole idea of it is to give you energy not to take away it so do what's sustainable for you and figure out whatever it is for yourself and another thing that it's always has to be sustainable is the amount of sleep that you get and to make mm-hmm. sure that you're actually getting enough sleep and having a sustainable sleep cycle so that you have the energy during the day and also after work and things like that. But there's also another way that I know Cody uses um, in terms of getting a little bit of a sleep during the day and taking a nap to boost his energy. So you want to go into that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. And, and sleep is is so important. I, and I, I've fallen trapped to the the idea of consistently going and thinking of sleep as weakness and I thinking about operating on only three hours of sleep and it's uh um I I've I've fallen into that trap before but as far as if you're it, rather than looking at your daily energy but if you're looking at your week long energy it, it's really important to focus on sleep and so I I log the amount of sleep that I get every single night so if I if I do have a dip in energy throughout the week I can look back and see if I, if I get six hours of sleep, three nights in a row, I'm going to feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, in, 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 like we talked about in the previous episode, I, I try to go to bed at like nine, nine thirty, ten o'clock every single night. Um, for me, my, my optimal, um, my optimal hours of sleep is seven and a half, seven and a half. I feel perfect. Seven. I can feel a little, I, I can of course operate six, six hours, five hours. I can operate, but it's going to catch back up with me. But if I consistently get seven and a half hours of sleep, it, uh, that that's when I feel my absolute best. But on those days, and I'm actually, um, the past two nights, I've only gotten six hours of sleep, but yesterday, um, I, I utilize the power nap technique to, to essentially put a bandaid on that and, and give me that boost. And so for what I do, um, I, I set my, I set a timer on my phone for 25 minutes. And the reason I set that time is to allow myself five minutes to fall asleep and then hopefully sleep for 20 minutes. And I think with, with the RPMs that I'm typically running at and the, the hours that I'm waking up at for me, I literally just lay down on my studio floor, um, no pillow, no blanket, just face first into the carpet and I zonk out. Um, Mm -hmm. and so obviously some people that if they, if they struggle to fall asleep, um, like setting up your 
bed and optimizing your your bedroom in regards to light reduction, sound reduction, or or white noise or listening to binaural beats. There's there's a lot of different techniques you can do. Um, but I, I think that the power nap is is an underutilized tool that can really help help get you through the day on those days that that you are struggling. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And then, like you said, the whole goal is to give you that little energy boost throughout the day when you don't get enough sleep. Maybe at at uh, night, if you don't get that full, for example, for you, seven and a half hours, or for other people, such as maybe Tom Brady, that nine hour mark, or mm-hmm. if again, if some other people might be sustainable at six hours, but whatever it happens to be for yourself. To make sure that you're aware of that and then to use something like a power nap to be able to boost your energy for that music session that you're going to have. So this way when you get into that session, you're actually producing at your peak ability and making sure that you're using that to make good decisions in your sessions and actually get a better product at the end as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I think is huge. And sleep, uh, people say over- overlook sleep and diet and all these like simple things, but they can have such a huge effect on your well-being. Um, and especially, again, just like this whole idea of like your health and whatnot as well and uh, making sure that you're getting some sort of daily exercise and making sure that you're actually moving, whether that be through um, sports or whether that be through going on a run for yourself or like I said, literally it could be walking through the park mm-hmm. or physically lifting weights. But um, again, maybe as a runner in particular and especially given your background in wrestling, how has something like working out affected you? Working out in fitness is, uh, so if you look at my life, um, and, and from a micro level perspective, if you look at my creative output and the, if you, if you look at the dips or, or the days in which my creative productivity is at its lowest, there is undoubtedly a direct correlation between whatever fitness activity I also did that day. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's insane how much exercise and, and physical activity directly affect my, my creative energy and my essentially creative outlook and um, creative confidence. Uh, and, and I, before I dive into some of my specific techniques, I think it's important to note that, that anything is better than nothing and finding a routine that, that works for you is ideal. And, um, cause I, I, I exercise like a madman for sure. I try to hit the sauna every day. Um, sometimes I'm running 15 miles, 20 miles. Um, and that might be on a Wednesday. So it's, um, it's, it's a little bit different, but that's, that is what I've worked up to pretty much my, my entire life. And that's, that's just the, um, that's the level of fitness that, that I'm currently, currently at in order to accomplish some of my, some of my exterior, um, physical goals. But uh, for everybody listening, I, I think making sure that, that you get outside and, and lift some weights, even do a push, do, do 10 pushups per day, whatever that looks like for you. Um, maybe even, maybe even log in a journal to, to try and find that correlation between your creative output and your creative energy and, and, and find the correlations to, to your diet, your sleep and the amount of physical activity that you're doing. And I, th- I think anybody that, that actually dedicates themselves and experiments with this and gives it a shot will be absolutely amazed with the results that they find. I completely agree. I think there's totally a direct correlation between the amount of exercise you're doing, whatever that happens to be, whether it's something super simple, like taking a walk or doing a couple push-ups or pull-ups or whatever, as opposed to maybe something more extraneous like running 50 miles or just going for a workout or something. But it definitely makes a huge difference in the amount of energy that you have, especially, for example, in these cases, something like after work, 
or after school to get into mu- music production. And the other thing that I want to say is that it definitely relates to um, what are called like keystone habits, which we like to like teach our students. And it's something that can help you. Um, you can utilize keystone habits in more than just working out, but working out is a great example of it. And something like working out can be the domino that helps other things in your schedule mm-hmm. fall into place. So for example, a lot of times when people start working out, because they work out, they want to start eating better. And maybe because they start eating better, they get the energy to start making beats. Or maybe literally just from working out, you can get the energy to start wanting to produce. Or it's just the act, literally action of working out that process triggers you to say, after every time after I get out of the gym, I'm going to make beats. Or every time after I go take my walk in the park, I'm going to come back and I'm going to sit down and uh, whatever like music I listened to and got inspired by, like now I'm going to make a session on it. And by creating some sort of process against some sort of keystone habit um, to keep it like pretty general, you can make a domino effect and utilize something to uh, create more music and make that uh, musical output aspect of create uh, or like the creativity aspect of the music into more of a habit as opposed to something that uh, you really need a whole lot of energy to do, if that makes sense. So yeah, I always like to think about that. Yeah, Sorry. it's that opportunity. No, no worries, man. It's that it's that opportunity to to build momentum, and to Bingo. to snowball and and continuously um, work towards what it is to what you accomplish. And it's those those little actions, those little accomplishments, and uh, those those small wins every single day that that are going to to help you succeed um, overall mm-hmm. and and achieve your your ultimate vision and your ultimate dream. Uh, for sure so yeah and I think yeah so the, the last thing i kind of wanted to just like put it in there and it kind of just it goes along with a lot of the things that we spoke about today but it's whether it's eating a, a healthy food again the garbage in garbage out mentality or whether it's doing something that's related to taking a nap and making sure that you're having a sustainable sleep habit or that or that it's working out um all of these things have something in common and that's making sure that you drink enough water during them so it's making sure that when you Again, whether it's waking up in the morning when you you just slept six to nine hours, whatever it happens to be, and you're super dehydrated and people miss uh, or underestimate how the effects of just drinking a tall glass of water can have on them and how much energy that can provide them, as well as maybe when you get home from work or doing a tough activity or something, how much drinking some water can really uh, help you out. And I, I also, I, I realize I say water weird because I'm from New Jersey, uh, but what's some, what's some things that uh, you you uh, use drinking water for and making sure that you're staying hydrated in general, especially, again, related to people that come from sports and working out and especially running a lot in, in your case, but just generally related to uh, boosting your energy and especially how that could also relate to music. It uh, well, it's back to that that car or machine analogy. Water is water is the gasoline. Uh, your body is made up of seventy percent water, or at least that, that's what I've heard. And uh, it it's truly the driving force and the life force behind everything that we do. Um, you can you can you can survive weeks without eating food. You can only survive a few days without without drinking water. Um, I'm sure somebody that's listening can Google that and get the specific dates, but it's a, it's a staggering amount of difference in regards to how long a human body can last without food and how long a human body can last without water. And for me, I'm drinking water constantly. Um, literally the first thing that I do every single morning is pour uh, a 12 ounce glass of water, put Himalayan salt in it to add uh, electrolytes and I chug it. 
That's literally the first thing that I do. And then I make my coffee and then I, and then I start creating music, but that's, that's how important hydration is for me. Um, and it's, it's odd when you really start to, to, uh, analyze and, and intentionally be, um, introspective on how you feel and you're reflecting on what you've been putting in your body you'll be amazed at how big of a difference hydration makes. And um, a lot of people mistake uh, like low blood sugar for simple dehydration. And, and that, that goes beyond water. That's, that's adding that sodium and the, the electrolytes, which are, which are also important. Um, but it, it, it's, it's such an ingrained habit for me. And I, honestly, the, the root cause of it was um, cutting weight in, in wrestling back in my younger days. Cause I would deprive my body of, of water. I would, I would go, I would work out for five hours a day. I would hit a sauna and I wouldn't be able to drink water cause I was trying to hit a specific weight. And so before I even, before I truly understood the science behind hydration, it was a, as soon as I was done wrestling I had the freedom to drink water, so I always have a 32 ounce Nalgene bottle with me because because I, um, I I I went through that hell of being dehydrated and depriving myself of water, and it's uh, and that and that sucks. And so I, I was fortunate and unfortunate to have that experience to to truly appreciate water. But um, <laughs> now, especially in the later years, and and thinking think about how honestly, just thinking about optimization from that artistic perspective and thinking about optimization to make myself the best creator that I can possibly be. Um, hydration is, is arguably the, the most important factor to, to fuel my day and to, to fuel my overall energy levels. Mm-hmm. Again, I, again, I say all the time, and I completely agree. It's, it's one of the key aspects that people need to really appreciate and make sure that they get enough H2O in their system as uh, the great water boy said. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think that's probably a great, great note to kind of end on. So to recap a little bit of what we went through today, like the goal being to boost your energy when you get home from work or whether it be school or anything that's really just draining your energy and and all or distraction, things of that nature. But first thing that we talked about was eating better food, uh, garbage in, garbage out, making sure that you're not eating processed foods and trying to eat things that have more nutritional value and also trying to keep in mind what exactly your nutritional needs are and making sure that you create a system for yourself related to that. The next thing that we started to talk about was making sure that if you don't get enough sleep, that you maybe use a power nap to your advantage, as well as just making sure that you sleep enough during the day to get enough energy for when you get out of work and not depriving yourself and only sleeping six hours and doing something that isn't sustainable. Um, the the one that I always like to compare this to is that if Tom Brady, uh, Super Bowl MVP, his non-negotiable is to get nine hours of sleep every single night. So it's like if this Super Bowl MVP can do it, like why can't you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's at the top of his level. So like we're we're pretty much schmucks compared to Tom Brady. <laughs> but um, the last thing that we talked about was uh, also working out and how getting in a good workout can really affect uh, your energy during the day and also how it can be used as a keystone habit. And the last thing that we were just talking about is how Staying hydrated can also affect your amount of energy that you have for your musical output and making sure that you actually can sit down and concentrate on whatever it is at hand. And it's something that just make sure that you're drinking as much water uh, as you can. 
keep yeah. it simple. So anything else that, that you wanted to add in on that? Well, or? just in closing, I, w- I want to encourage anybody that was listening to this episode and is interested in making some changes. Uh, it, let us know. Let us know. Mm-hmm. We've, we've both gone through our experiments, um, our own personal science experience, the experiments on our own personal bodies and the processes that, that work for us. So, um, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We, we'd love to talk to you more in depth about, about what we do and, um, maybe, maybe talk about your life circumstances a little bit and your, your individual goals and perspectives and, and see, we would love to see if we can help. Yeah. You said it, but, uh, if you want to reach out to us, uh, sh- shoot us a message at High Performance Producers on Instagram. We're definitely o- always uh, happy to have the conversation and, and speak with you guys. So hopefully these tips were helpful. And uh, shoot us a message if they were. Or maybe uh, tag us in a post and tell us what your biggest takeaway was. But hopefully you guys enjoyed. And definitely uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Peace. Peace out, everyone. <laughs>